vote counting is underway in Eswatini following yesterday's parliamentary elections in which political parties are banned from contesting. Over 580,000 registered voters cast their ballots to choose 59 members of the lower house of parliament, which plays only an advisory role to the monarch. Analysts say with most candidates loyal to the king, the election is unlikely to change the political climate. The results to be announced within a few days are seen as a foregone conclusion by the opposition, which called for a boycott of the vote. The People's United Democratic Movement, Podemo, is the largest opposition party in Eswatini and its president, Mlungi Simakanya, now joins us on the line. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Makanya, for your time with us this morning. You had uh, made a call for yesterday's election to be boycotted. Was was this call heeded by people? Good morning, Sebenzile, and good morning to all SAFM listeners, and thank you very much for having us this morning. We are indeed, as Pudemo, um, quite satisfied with the number of Emaswatu uh, who heeded our call not to legitimize this ritual five-year process that the king subject us to as a nation under the disguise of national general parliamentary elections. Given that you, you are satisfied, there is the view that, well, it doesn't really change anything within the country. So even though you are having people who perhaps are choosing not to turn up or supporting who are supporting your call. What does it actually change in your view? Well, first and foremost, maybe it would be important that we explain to listeners why we say to our people they shouldn't be even considering participating in this useless, meaningless process. It is because first and foremost, these elections are hold are held in conflict to the principles and guidelines governing democratic elections in SADAC. They are also in violation of the AU declaration on principle governing democratic elections, including the AU's own guidelines on issues of electoral observations and monitoring process, which is why we were, when we were meeting the monitoring groups, we were saying it is pointless for them to come to Swaziland. But also, secondly, we, f- we think that participating in such a process will actually, and in essence, imply that we are watering down and spitting down on the sacrifices that were made by many Swazis uh, two years ago in June when they decided in their numbers to protest, which led to a number of Swazis being killed and many incarcerated. Mm -hmm. As we're having this interview this morning, we'll remember that two members uh, of parliament, then members of parliament, are still languishing in jail with one having escaped to exile. So we think that by not partaking will actually be demonstrating to the world that there is nothing meritocratic about the election in Swaziland. And this whole farce of uh, individual merit is nothing but a ploy by the royal regime. The reality in Swaziland is that Section 106 of our Constitution makes it clear that the supreme legislative authority in Swaziland vests in the king in parliament. So what were being elected yesterday are not men and women who are 
in essence, going to be making laws and being members of the parliament. Laws in Swaziland are made by the king, and the constitution makes it clear. Mm -hmm. But also within that, if you look at the outcome in all electoral processes in Swaziland, it seeks then to suggest that in Swaziland you don't have women who are deserving um, to take the photo in terms of playing a significant role in parliament. I can put my head on the block here, Sebenzil. You will, these elections will not produce more than five women at, the, at best. And sure. it cannot be that you can say half the population in Swaziland, which is constituted by women, you don't have women who have all that it takes. But yeah. it's because how the system is structured. Uh, at the heart of it being royal supremacy that is extremely patriarchic, makes it impossible for women to come to the fore and play the meaningful role that uh, they can play. Yeah. I don't even want to go to issues of people living with disabilities. Sure. The, the, the South African Development Community, SADC, uh, the, the, the regional bloc, has sent an electoral observation mission um, to, to Eswatini, and uh, we're expecting a preliminary statement tomorrow, I, I understand. What faith do you have in SADC? Well, since 2013, um, we have been saying to SADC they need to do something about their own report. From their own observer mission reports um, of 2013 to that of 2018, they made the observations that those elections are not in compliance with uh, SADAC's guidelines and principle governing democratic elections. And they made recommendations that political parties should be allowed to participate. But the king has ignored those recommendations. Those recommendations were also made by the AU Observer Mission and the Commonwealth Observer Missions. We are not expecting much from SADAC. We do not have faith in SADAC because if SADAC was principle, it could not have been going for, it's going to be 15 years now. This is the third time they're going to observe in elections that their own reporters saying they're not con compliant to the regional bodies guidelines. So what is it exactly that they're observing in Swaziland on a process that they themselves have said it's not compliant? But we know that sadly this regional body has unfortunately descended to nothing but a boys club that is primarily focus on ensuring that uh, those that are in office, they continue to extend their tenure, even though the people that they are supposedly governing are opposed to what is taking place. So we have always embraced this reality as them, and we keep on encouraging our people sure. that we must, of course, harvest from the goodwill of the many citizens of the region. But if Swaziland is to be liberated, it will be through our own efforts mainly and the solidarity that we receive can only help to complement our own efforts. And mm -hmm. it is for this reason that two years ago we were on the street. It is for this reason that we continue to mobilize our people. We continue to conscientize our people. But also we continue to take our struggle to the international community right. so that we can get the much-needed support and solidarity. We'll have to leave it there this morning. Thank you for your time, Lungisi Makanya, who is uh, the president of Podemo, the People's United Democratic Movement in Eswatini.